Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's BudPod184. One, eight, four, wangs on tour. Yeah. <laughs> well, not really on, not technically on tour. I'm just in Amsterdam. I'm in Amsterdam. This week, Phil's oh. decided that he needed a Billy Bifter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apologies for um, the quality of my sound this week, listeners. I'm just so high. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, on, and I'm, I'm in Amsterdam, just doing a bit of work, um, and so found a little little bit of time here to come talk with you guys. It's a beautiful, shitty Amsterdam, it's really nice. Uh, my hotel is uh, quite a nice uh, location, mm. actually. It's, uh, it's right in the center of town and right on the canal. It's beautiful. Uh, it's really nice. But you, you, you might hear cheerful people um walking on their clogs out on the street because we are right by the street so you might hear the clip clop of dutch clogs and are you uh have you had any strip waffles yet i already i had my first strip waffle that came with my coffee it comes the strip waffles here it seems to come with hot drinks yeah in the same way we yeah. have a biscoff <laughs> do you know what you're supposed to do with the strip waffle um, is it something like you, 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 you perch it on the lip of the cup until it sogs up and falls in, and then you throw it on the floor and you shout Yahtzee. Is that right? Yes, yes. You, you use it as a sort of hot coffee lid, and it, it melts the caramel a bit. That's Warm. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're lovely. I love a strip waffle. Are you a big fan? I'm a big fan. I like a caramel anything, really. Oh, there's someone in my room just for a sec. This is Cinema Verite, listeners. I'm going to hear Phil get assassinated by some sort of international cabal live on the pod. Oh. Hello. Hello? Hello, you sound far away again. There we go. Now you're back to normal. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, sorry, my my hotel's a bit of a weird one where they'll come and they'll do something like bring you um, some milk, which I accidentally ordered yesterday. And then they'll come back and say, did we deliver the milk? They'll check up on it. Oh, no, so I hate a, that a, so much. A lady just came to check up that the room has been cleaned. I was like, yeah, 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 it's been cleaned. Uh, and do, I, I, do you I, not have a do, do you not have a do not disturb sign? I, that's the first thing I do if I go to a hotel is immediately tell them to not disturb me. <laughs> the undisturbable man. Maybe yeah. I'm. Maybe that's why they keep bothering me because I'm like, I've basically got a sign on my door that says "Come on in." The water's warm. <laughs> yeah, I, you've you've accidentally hung up a sign that says "I'd love a visitor." 
it's a lovely hotel, but maybe they're a little too attentive. I I checked in yesterday, and there was waiting for me in the, in my in my sitting room. I've got a suite. I've got like a Ooh. bedroom. I know it's very swish. You walk it's in and go sweet. Sweet halloumi wrap. Just look as at you this pointed, place. As you pointed around the room at the suite, you just went sweet, just like gesturing. <laughs> and then bedroom, as you saw the bedroom. That's a good joke. That's a good joke for a short sketch. <laughs> oh, will I ever load up TikTok? Probably not. <laughs> That's so a you good came TikTok in. sketch. Um, so I came in and there's a bottle of uh, uh, champagne in an ice bucket and I'm like oh that's fancy but you're kidding really yeah when am I going to drink that well they picture I just come and go hey 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 yeah just on my own just yeah congrats <laughs> on being a great guy Phil just get, get a glass and just what did you well, no, now, now, now it's a bottle of champagne sitting in a bucket of water. Yeah. Still, though, that's fucking sweet. I'd, I had no idea that you were royalty, Philip. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting there. The Dutch accent is hard to do without slipping into uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. And they don't, they, don't, they don't share as much as people say, I think. It's just every now and then. I think it's actually quite common that they should... <laughs> I think it's quite common. It it ends up sounding like a character with braces if you're not careful. That's true. That's true. Sort of medical um, level braces. It's a beautiful city, Amsterdam, and I was saying this to some, um, a couple of people here that Amsterdam is one of the few cities that really delivers on what you expect from it. Oh, yeah? You know, you expect Amsterdam to look away and you turn up and it really does look that way. Which if you contrast with somewhere like Paris. Yeah. You think Paris is it's supposed to be the most beautiful city in the world and you turn up and it's a fucking dump. And there's a lot it's of dog shit on the floor. Disgusting. And you go, what? What is this? <laughs> Amsterdam's not like that. Amsterdam, you turn up and like, yes, there's the canals. There's Arsh the bicycles. Yeah, it, that's, it really that, delivers <laughs> on everything. And there's and like weed. all the lovely red bricks. Yeah, and there's some weed, and there's a stag do, and there's a little. There's like a weird little um, windmill, little windmill maybe. There's a little windmill in every house. It's very green. Yes, lovely. The trees, the canals. Ah, it's like Venice. It's so nice. Everyone speaks English, but they have that sort of. Dutch directness, where they're basically rude, but I like that. I like people who are honest to the point of rudeness. Yes. Yes. Well, what, what, has any of that happened to you so far? People say... Not yet, actually. Not yet, no. No. Maybe the people I've been working with have been briefed on how to you, speak to British people. You should wander around uh, being sort of moderately incorrect about things to try and provoke some some dutch directness maybe yes try and get it out of them i wonder what i could get wrong 
Maybe standing um, standing in the cycle lane, that's going to get you. Yeah, a lady just uh, um, shouted at me and a guy for walking in front of her bike. What did she say? She was like, oh, cock, cock, something like that. <laughs> she so quacked. She went, oh, cock, 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 like that. <laughs> but that might have been Dutch. I didn't know. She went, oh, cock, 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 cock. I think you'd, you accidentally got cycled over by an orc. She was shouting you at you about herself. Oh, cock, cock, cock. Oh, cock, cock. She's point jabbing at her chest. Oh, cock, cock, cock. Did she have tusks? Yes, the and green, she's green. Big green, green face? Yes, big green face. Okay. You know, that's oh, yeah. yeah, that does say. <laughs> she got a vision of an orc with like the hair and those big swirls. <laughs> with curlers in her hair. Yeah, well, like those big Dutch swirls that look like headphones, the Princess Leia. Oh, I see. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and uh, will what are you what are you going to do? I I get terrible regret for wastage. So at the, on the last night, are you in a panic going to just drink sort of by then flat or warm champagne on your own in a big glug, just so well, you can say f- you didn't waste it? It won't be flat um, because. It hasn't been opened. It will ah. be warm, and I have have considered putting it in my bag and taking it back. And I, I'm not kidding. I looked up the the value of the bottle to see if it's really? worth me taking back. Yeah, and and it, it costs the amount that a bottle of champagne costs. So it might, yeah, I might, I might smuggle it. There's something about like trying to smuggle a bottle of champagne on a train through Europe that feels so World War Two. I might have to do it. <laughs> I see you're, you're doing the train to and from. Yeah, you're a starring to and from, which is pretty Ooh, wild. Ooh, baby, that low-carbon travel. Ooh, baby, you know what it's worth. It's, um... Ooh, baby, saving the earth. Saving the earth. Yeah, it's, it's nice that you do your stuff. It's still after all these years. It has screens on the on the train telling you like fun Eurostar facts. Oh yeah, like a little cartoon of of the tunnel deep underwater, and then at the seabed there's like a sunken submarine and a happy octopus. Right. And it says we we've the top speed hit is three hundred and forty six kilometers per hour. Um, and then it show, there's a bit where it shows you the current speed you're going at, which is pretty cool. It's like 245 kilometers per hour, 246 kilometers. That's pretty sick. I'd like more. I'd like more transport to do that. You only get that on the Eurostar and planes. Right? Yeah, I suppose the trouble with the oh, normal and, British and cars. trains. Maybe it's just wait. What transport don't you get that on now? Think about it. British trains, I guess. They probably don't want you to know. Well, I was going to say, the trouble is that all the fun facts on the screens would be things like, uh, did you know that we're mostly late? <laughs> it would be like fun facts about how shit it was. Did you know that these carriages haven't been updated since the 90s? <laughs> did you know that this train would be able to travel in such a way that you wouldn't have to make four changes if only that a local fucking citizens planning committee hadn't objected to the plans on the grounds of a a rare slug living in a particular swamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's their email address. Thank them for this. We've spoken before on sitting on a British train, and then on on, uh, on like on the piece of information in front of us, it says like it'll be like Rail Now. Download the Rail Now app and order. <laughs> we'll bring it straight to your seat. And we're like, no, you fucking won't. 
No, no you, you won't. won't. Of course you won't. <laughs> my, it's one of my favorite observations you've ever made is the promises made by the backs of seats of trains are insane. It's so true. <laughs> I think it every time I go on the train and like you say, it's like uh, great Western Netflix suite and we'll bring this incredible artisan toasty right to your fucking mouth as you enjoy a, a free version of Top Gun that only we have access to. It's not true. None of it's true. To the point where I kind of think they're just going, download an app that will harvest your data for these reasons that will not... It's like a scam because it never... Nothing... None of it ever works. Sometimes the trains are so overcrowded they just go, we can't push the trolley down to sell you things because there's just pe- yeah. bodies in the way. Like We're not even checking tickets. That's how busy this train is. This we train is so busy. We can't check tickets. We don't care if you steal it because we can't check because something has fucked up at a level that is beyond the level of everyone who's physically on this train so we're very ambivalent and yeah i was on lner or virgin one of them like they always they always have the back of seats promising um yeah just food being delivered to you i mean i've never i've never ever seen it happen no no, no. It cannot be the case. It simply can't. Or they'll be like, um, just download the app and it'll be like, well, there's no service. What about the Wi-Fi? Uh, if there's no service, the Wi-Fi doesn't work. Well, then why is there... Yeah, the whole point is that your, your phone loses service. So yeah. that's why you need the Wi-Fi. But if yeah, the train go, needs service, what is the point? Yes, yeah, so they just go, no, the Wi-Fi is just a big mobile phone with sellotape to the top of the train that you're, <laughs> that you're hotspotting off. You go, well, that's fu- that's pointless, isn't it? Make it a satellite dish or something. I don't know. Very. very... However, internet works. Make it that. Make it the care. way that things work. Not, not just a big phone that I hotspot off. Have to fill in a stupid form just to. Ah. Oh. When when <laughs> when will. Ugh. When but the Eurostar seems to be pretty on it. It seems to be sort of fast and comfortable. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was comfy. It was good. I saw Brussels through the window. Bloody Brussels. We stopped in Brussels. <laughs> and Did you shake your fist at it? Yeah. 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 Just every building just covered in red tape. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you proudly hold up a, a bendy British banana out the window? <laughs> banana. A British, British. banana. Uh, yeah. Um, there, there's this, there, there's this inescapable feeling of traveling through Europe as a Brit now. This feeling of it's it's a perpetual, it's a it's a permanent feeling of having just shat yourself. <laughs> Tra- traveling through Europe as a Brit right now, you know what I mean. Ever since Brexit, every time you travel through Europe. You feel a bit like you've just shat yourself. May I think I think Brexit. I think initial in the initial year it was like a full shitting, and I think now we're at sort of bad, bad but consistent farts territory. Yeah, and I have been doing those literally as well here, so that's not helpful. <laughs> well, the really really hot ones that heat your whole pants. Yeah, yeah, the ones that are silent they go. But you know, but you feel how hot they are, and you know they're going to be really bad. Because um, why? 
why are the worst ones hotter? What does that mean? Yeah, it's like it's like your ass is going. This one isn't even about the show. This is just delivery. This is just like <laughs> content delivery. Why? You know? Why would it be hotter though? Mm. Yeah, more freshly baked. More... It's good. It's a good point. Why it's weird because it's, it's like it's all body temperature. So why aren't the other ones? You know. Yeah, why are they all the same heat? It's a very good question. Hmm. It's like um when someone in a restaurant orders like sizzling fajitas. Is it to do with the spiciness of your food? So like if if it, if it if it's a food that draws the blood closer ah. to the walls of your intestines, maybe that warms um if it uh, irritates the, the walls of the intestines, maybe it, blood goes to it and it gets warmer, gets hotter, I don't know. There's some maybe, real armchair medicine here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if, there, if there's, like, p- microscopic spicy particles in there, it feels hotter. <laughs> if, there, if, if there are spicitrons in there. Miniature if, spicitrons. Yeah. At a quantum level. But it's like the fart equivalent of when the waitress walks through carrying the sizzling plate and everyone turns to look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It, it doesn't always make me think though if, if you're in that restaurant and you've ordered a, a steak or similar you sort of think well, why is my food sizzling yeah I was, yeah, I was thinking where, yeah you order something at a restaurant and then something sizzling comes by you're like what was a sizzling thing I didn't say a sizzling thing I want my <laughs> yeah. food to sizzle I want my food to be so fresh that it's sizzling I don't want all this like nearly recently done food like some clown yeah I want it to still be cooking at my table. I want to be technically working at the restaurant as a cook for the first minute of my meal. Yes. 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 That's the dream yes. is that it's still got the, the it hasn't sat out too long. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I, um, my, my, uh, my, my, my sister and her husband had, had been traveling around and they were regaling me, Phil, with tales of a Vegas buffet. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, and they were like. saying... That the standard of everything that a the, whatever food you can imagine they had it, it was there. Right. Yep, yep. What about like, a banana sushi? Yep. Uh, what about um, a burger made out of mm, ice? <laughs> yep. Yeah, what about cheese juice? Yep. What about frozen coffee? Like a single, yeah, yeah. not 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 a frappuccino, not iced coffee. Like it's all one block. Like it's just slid out of a mug, like a tube. No, it's it's in the mug, but it's all one block of ice. Oh, I see. Is it the shape of the mug, or is it a yes. square within a mug? 
Shape of the Mug. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, that was there. Wow. It was all there. That's incredible. Giant king crab legs, like huge, like... <gasps> you could just pile them up on your plate and people were, and then just more would just come out. An entire tray of just butter for the crab legs. So you could just spoon butter for yourself. Oh my God. Um, you, like everything, it was, it was insane. And, and she, my sister was saying what was unusual was that it was like good quality, like it was all excellent. It wasn't like a big buffet where they've gone for quantity over quality. Somehow they managed to make it all good as well. But they saw, they were saying that some of the sites they saw food-wise were just like gobsmacking. <laughs> it did remind me of, yeah. of, of, I mean, you and I have experienced American portions before and there's nothing else like it. Yeah, it's truly Whereas, grotesque. I think the Netherlands food culture is the opposite of that. It's like thin, okay toasties, and that's about it. Yeah, the food, Dutch food is pretty, it's bad. It's not great. The The two greatest uh, empires of our time, well, of recent times, the British and the Dutch, who had the worst food in Europe. I, I don't think that's yeah. a coincidence. I Last that's night weird. I went to have an Indonesian food. Um uh which is a big cuisine here because it was a Dutch colony. And Indonesian food is kind of like the main cuisine here in a way. Ristafel, rice table. Um, and which says a lot because in Southeast Asia, no one thinks a second about Indonesian food. If you, if you say Indonesian really? food, people go, what? Indonesian? Oh, really? Yeah, it's not good. I mean, because like, it's, it's kind of... Uh, it's a poor man's Malaysian, really, Indonesian <laughs> It's not really but, worth your time if you on. have Malaysian um, if you have Malaysian available. Hang on a minute, but how have they managed to do that? Because they're a massive country of bajillions and bajillions of people, and they're in mm. Flavor Corner. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Of the map. original spice trade, yeah, country. So what? This year, is spice just... trade country. <laughs> so what is it? Is this just like generic? How... Um, it's a lot of boring kind of just rice and. Uh, like just sort of, like slightly stir-fried vegetables, and they have sambal, but it's not as nice as Malaysian sambal. And they have kind of curries, but it's not as nice as Malaysian curries. It's is just it like, all um, fine. Maybe maybe I'm spoiled because I grew up in Malaysia, which is um, very very good food. And, it sounds like you're saying. And the, my dinner last food. night was great. My dinner last night was really oh. good. It was a really good restaurant. But I just as a cuisine, it's pretty meh. But it says yeah. a lot about Dutch food that when Dutch people eat Indonesian food, they go, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> but now you're saying that it sounds like Indonesian food is the Southeast Asian food equivalent of like the vanilla version of the video game, like no DLC, no bonuses. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ver if you eat in on every piece of Indonesian food, if you look really closely, there's a, slow, it's a very small printed... Verse 1.0. <laughs> VRS dot and then just 1.0. Yeah, no updates, it, no patches. Yeah, a big watermark saying free version. <laughs> That's yeah, very it's, strange. It's to me. fine. It's fine. But you know, there are cuisines that are like this cuisine is a celebration. This is cuisine is a celebration of food. And there yeah. are other cuisines that are like, this is to survive. Yes, and, yeah. And Indonesian food is closer to this is to survive than, than the rest of Southeast Asia. 
Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I think there are other countries that are, you know, similar. I think um, we haven't quite got the kind of revolutionary pork and, and soup and whatever based Polish cuisine that we we deserve. Um, yes. Things like that. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Maybe the difference is that, was, I mean, Malaysia feels wealthier than Indonesia. Is that true? It's one of these questions, like Indonesia is one of the, it's enormous, biggest uh, Muslim nation in the world. Yeah. Very big economy. But having a big economy doesn't mean that people are wealthy, are rich. Yeah. So my uh, my feeling is that the average Malaysian is better off, is wealthier than the average Indonesian. But the the, the economy of Indonesia is larger than Malaysia's. But I think yeah, it's, well, that's, that makes sense. That's the sort of vague impression I have. It's... um. Oh, that's interesting. And was there anything on the on the menu of the Indonesian restaurant that you could tell was like, you know how obviously a lot of Chinese restaurants in the UK just sell a British person's fever dream of Chinese food? Yeah. Would, could you tell there was any of that going on where it was like, hang on a minute, this this sambal's got lumps of cheese floating in it. And go, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was very authentic. It was very, very, it was very good. And um, the, I, I, you know me, I spent like an hour in the hotel room just Googling Indonesian restaurant Amsterdam trying to find <laughs> one worth my time. And like this, I went to the guy to uh, ask him the call to reserve. And he's like, with a pained face, he looked at me and said, they've only got space at nine. And, and I was like, that's fine. I'll wait. And I just went up to my room and I just sort of sat there and stared at the wall until nine because it, it was the best, it was the best restaurant I could find in the vicinity. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going there. Even if I I'm, I'm picturing you sitting with your fingers interlaced in the dark, <laughs> looking at the bottle of champagne as the ice melts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then like the, the moment the final ice cube turns to water, I'm like, I get up and it's time to go to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I will say there's a there's a dish that's Indonesian slash Malay called soto, which is um a broth, a salty broth. The classic one's chicken, but I had a, um, a sort of beef one with bits of radish in it last night at this restaurant, and it was maybe the best soto I've ever had. It was really good, really eh? really good. Really, like a beefy yeah. broth with some radishes. Yeah, yeah, oh. it was it was spectacular. Oh, really right. nice, and also there's a lamb satay there that didn't come with a peanut satay sauce, but in a in a blackened, so caramelized, dark, sticky soy. That was Ooh. fantastic! Really nice, <laughs> really nice. But then oh, well, I had I had like a sambal chicken rice dish, which was fine. It wasn't that tasty. It was fine, but the other <laughs> bits were super. This is um, I don't yeah I guess well, you probably can't say why you're there, can you? Uh, not no, not really, not just yet. But it all sounds like not a pretty good deal so yet. far. Oh, oh, oh! That's yeah. It's it's a nice time. It's a great city. It's a great city. Have you managed to? Have you got any time to do anything cultural? I just walked past the Anne Frank Museum. Yeah, it's um, always got a very long queue. Yeah, there didn't seem to be a very long one this time, but there's still a queue. I mean, before I it was raining as well, so. Yeah, oh, yeah, so it's still pretty good for a rainy Monday. I was, another um, rainy Monday. Have you been to the Anne Frank Museum? No, because every time I've been, it's been like a weekend in a touristy time. So the queue's been about a mile long in the heat. And yeah. I just thought, oh, I don't know. And I, I was, uh, I, well, the second I saw the queue and all the metal detectors, it made sense to me. I went, oh, of course. But I'd got all excited because I think 
my dad saw it in the sort of 80s or something when it when it was like the guy who owned the house is the one who took you around wow like it really was just going to like a house and it wasn't the tourist attraction quite that it is now um and so I went, oh, okay, well, and then I saw the size of the queue and I thought, well, I want to go to the Rijksmuseum and da da da. So I just went, okay. And, um, I want to go to the Resistance Museum at some point too. That would be sick. Oh, that was cool. I didn't know about that. Yeah. The Resistance. Dutch Resistance was very cool. Um, very hard to get into the Resistance Museum. <laughs> the cards, they just keep <laughs> shoving you back. <laughs> it's really hard to find where it is. You need a password and a. Really heavy door, the Resistance Museum. <laughs> <laughs> The, resist, the resistance museum is um it's a bit it's, it's an arduous thing to go around <laughs> it's an ode to the feel yeah it's, it's an ode to resistance itself not just yeah. the resistance they um as you go in they fit you like the back of your belt the back of your trouser loop they fit you with a bungee cord and you have to fight the the stretch to go around the museum <laughs> Like when the, you, there's things where people have to run down an inflatable track, you know, with the thing hooked up behind them. Yes. The whole yeah, museum's yeah, yeah. like that. The whole museum's like that. Um, no, I want to do that. Um, I want to go there someday. Have you been to the Rijksmuseum? No, what is the Rijksmuseum? It's the big, massive sort of palace full of art and statues and so on. Oh. It's where the night watch is. The night watch. So you can go and see all the Vermeers. You can see the paintings of the windmills, Philip. Oh, nice! I've been to. Is there a Van Gogh museum? I've been to that one. That's very. That's very near the Rijksmuseum. Oh. Yeah. But um, the Night's Watch is an incredible painting. It's the size of a of a barn. It's just fucking massive, and it's so detailed and so. I want to look it up now. Yeah, give it a Google. Um, I highly recommend listeners going online because. They photograph the Night's Watch with like a mega, mega, mega 4K HD camera as part of a big project. And as a result, you can watch it, watch it, you can view it yourself on your computer as if you were basically smushing your fucking eyeball up against it. And you can see the detail in the painting and from the comfort of your own home. I see that it is a Rembrandt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You better believe it is. I think we have a Rembrandt in King's College in Cambridge. Is it called the Day Watch? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a bunch of much more relaxed looking guys. Much easier to see things in the day. It is dark, this painting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it lovely. Is. And it, what's nice about it is that it was painted... Like the money to, 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 to make it that Rembrandt was paid was from like a subscription from all the guys. I'm sorry. The one, the one that we have in Kings is a Rubens. Oh, not um, a Rembrandt. A pathetic, just a, just a pathetic take that, Ruben. Take, take that champagne, Phil, and pour it on your head in shame. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The 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 knights the knights watch was painted by like for a subscription. Everyone sort of chucked some money in. Oh, really. Yeah, well, from the UK, we're used to all of our traditional, like, older art just being the result of, like, royal patronage or aristocrats. But in the Netherlands, if you go around the Rijksmuseum, you see these incredible paintings. And it's just, like, a guy, really richly dressed guy. And it's, he's just, like, the harbour master of some fucking town. Um, mm. 
and he just used his money to buy some to make some great art and it's a lot more sort of middle class and, and a flat society whereas in the uk if you see a fabulous mm. painting it's either the church or or the monarchy it's not it's not just <laughs> it's not just a bunch of guys clubbing together to have some fabulous art made for them yeah um, real merchant vibe real sort of merchant totally. city vibe yeah. yeah absolutely um well we're going to do a, a, sh- a short um a short pod this week listeners because phil's phil's got a phil's got to sober up from all those sweet green yeah uh, fucking fat uh, uh what do you call him spliffs that he's been uh enjoying yeah and now i'm off um, to pick tulips um yes yes and and you got to do that sober because it's harder than it looks it's difficult um, yeah it's very tricky so um, very mean dexterous skill. Yeah. So we will see you guys next week, um, and go check out the Night's Watch online because it's focusing on some of the rings on the hands and stuff, or the little bits of gold reflecting light. It really is mind blowing. I highly recommend. From from experience, you do need to type in the Night's Watch painting, otherwise you just get pictures of Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. So, oh, of course, yes. Yeah. Zoom in on him too. It'd be Maybe very funny for someone to type in from this recommendation pair, type in the Night's Watch and then just get like Google image results of fan fan art of like the old guy on a horse with a crow feather jacket. Yeah. And for someone to go, oh, it's not that good. <laughs> I zoomed in. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, see you next week. Or if you're a Patreon, see you in the this week's patreon oh well we'll... we've we've decided to trial this week guys based on some feedback releasing the patreon episode on friday 5 p.m and give you that friday feeling because that's right we're gonna we had some listeners say that across the week spread the poo across the week we had some listeners say that they kind of almost (laughs) forget that they have an extra chunk because they listen all in one go and it's all yeah. it's a bit like we're, we're giving them the food all in once and they're just eating all the marshmallows and they feel sick afterwards so we need to That's space it, yeah. it out we're doing the equivalent of putting the scarf on once you've left the house so you can feel the benefit yes yes exactly yeah. That's right. um perfect well then in which case patreon patreon people um do not worry that's what's happened but we will see you as it were on friday see you on friday how exciting Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.